Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. How are we doing, Dave? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Got something a little different today. Very different, yeah. So what we've done is we realised that uh, when we do the Tuesday tune-in, over on Facebook, um, which we've been doing during lockdown, we had some comments and requests around, um, you know, not everyone's on Facebook, but people still wanted to hear about the content. There's been some great stuff. We've yeah. talked about bags. We've talked about Battle of the Treks. We've talked about trekking boots, mindset, fitness, loads of stuff. And we thought to ourselves, well, why don't we turn these into podcasts? Because like you said, Dave, they're, they're sitting down listening for an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, we've got a couple of, we had a couple of special guests, didn't we? We had a new head of operations over in Nepal. Yep. Uh, Lee Wardle, Ironman triathlete, um, gym owner, and all around nice guy. Um, yeah, and there's there's so much good information and good content there that, and not everybody is on Facebook or yeah can sit there and watch a video for an hour and a bit doing nothing. So yeah, this is a great format. You can do it on the go, put it in your car, listen to it. It's a bit interactive, so you're going to have seen us answer questions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, you know, but if you're listening to this, obviously, yeah. Um, and you have any questions about any of the things you hear, uh, podcast at evertrack.co.uk. Awesome, Dave. Yeah, enjoy the episode, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah. Uh, Dave, we're back. We are. Um, oh, we're on. Yeah, we're on. <laughs> Whoa, Dave, turn that up. No, I'm joking. Um, great stuff. Yeah, right. Let's have a little look then. Let's make sure we're live. Um, Dave, we, we should have got better at this uh, at this over the years. So what are we doing? <laughs> Who are these people? Um, Why are they in my room? I don't know. I don't know. Daryl Hall's the first one on here. So something's changed since we come back. Is it always like leaning that much far forward? It's really hard to overcome it. There we go. See, we're getting better light there because we're getting better light. Yeah, that is good. Um, hey everyone, how are we doing? Um, apologies, we're uh, running running a little bit behind schedule today. Um, but yeah, we're... yeah, the professionalism is back. <laughs> the dream team, uh, Bry is right. Yeah, Dave, it's been it's been ages since me and you've been on a live. It has, yeah. I, I I think between me going away to Peru and, and me me staying in work, um, in the office in yeah, Newport, in, in in the office, and then you um, yeah, been away as well. It's yeah, it's been a yeah yeah. You went to where'd you go again? Was it <laughs> South America? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it was yeah. Good. I would not. I was near Aberystwyth. <laughs> yeah, so still beautiful. Yeah, still beautiful. It's the same, isn't it? <laughs> it's all got its. It's all got its, its perks. But no, mate, it's it's, it's great to great to be back with Dave. Um, and yeah, mate, I missed you. Yeah, no, yeah, no, it's been good. I missed you, Dave. The, 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 the boys are back in town. I see on the email we were compared to a boy band. I um yeah Fiona who um who is amazing she who does um, some of our emails uh, and she's part of the Instagram team as well not Fee so yeah no no this is we've got, we've got two Fees Fee Fiona B Fiona B because her surname's Brennan not because she's the, the lesser um but yeah <laughs> I just got I wonder where you was going I know, I know, I like it. It, yeah yeah um and yeah she she does it and and, and she couldn't help but comparing us to boy bands I mean would we be Backstreet Boys or take that I'm, I'm not too sure yeah I mean there's to be fair there's loads of pretty cool rock bands that they could have compared us to but I've we never wanted to... it that way Good resist <laughs> sorry guys sorry um no, great stuff oh here we go uh, Heather you didn't leave anything behind in ABBA did you Dave you didn't leave anything behind in ABBA did you Dave <laughs> I don't think so no Unless she's found my wallet or something. <laughs> oh wow! I so said she got you got something of Dave's now because you'd be like, show us. 
Um, no, look, it's great to see everyone on. Uh, let's have a little look. Then we got Daryl, we got James, we got David Ned Squire, we obviously got Heather, we got Bry Dream Team, uh, Helen Shona, uh, Dave McFadden, Marky V. How you doing, bro? Uh, we got Sophie Hurst, Andrew Scott, uh, Stuart Taylor, Tina Barrett, um, Henrietta. Andy McNaughton Jones. Oh, that is all John Lawson's just smashed the Loch Ness Marathon. Oh, wow. How did it go, John? Yeah. I, 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 sorry, John Paul. Was it? Um, yeah, but it sounds like a beast. Um, it's, it's a long way. Is it um, going to be? Did you do that deliberately? Uh, yeah. You no, know you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. It sounds like a beast. <laughs> sounds like a monster. Of a yeah, man. no, mate. I was, I was like, that's sorry, pretty good. I was like, why are the best ones that you don't even realize? It's one of those, isn't it? Maybe, it, maybe I think my brain is, is 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 always thinking about those little names. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, right. <laughs> sorry for the chaotic start this week. But yeah, so this week we, we kind of want to focus on, <coughs> excuse me, something that um, definitely cropped up in conversation mm. probably about six weeks ago when we were planning, planning these. Yeah, yeah. And essentially around the training aspect. Now, I know a lot of Evertrackers on here um you know we've already done a lot of our trips i know there's some ever trekker uh kind of new recruits you know you, you kind of come to the community over the last kind of 12 months but a lot around the training um you know it, it can be it can be twofold like when we say stop training you know it's it's not it's not to say don't do anything it's to do something else instead um because when when we when we've talked about training over the years the the, the best part of that we feel is that if you can incorporate your training into an adventure into something you know a marathon for a, a, you know a lot less marathon for example into an event into something that gets you outdoors um you know it's far more beneficial for you we think anyway and and, and how people kind of fare on tracks is that if you're doing those things where you're actually going on a track yeah like if you're going trekking do more trekking right that's what we we kind of talk about and i think the general gist of this was you know okay Gym is great, you know, going to the gym, doing the efforts, it, it all helps. Yeah. But if you can actually do your training on the types of terrain and, you know, the, the, you know, mountains, you know, trails, you know, if you're doing your, if you're doing your walking and your hiking or, you know, even some mountaineering, if you're doing it on where you're, you know, on, on similar terrain and, and similar kind of challenge to the one you're going to do, that to us is, is far more suited i think to success yeah i also think another mm -hmm. aspect of it is yeah. is not to lose track of what you enjoy doing in the first place because mm. one of the things that i started to notice the more i sort of do training and the more i go yeah. to the mountains i started associating my life only with the big trips yeah and i'd only go to see the brecon beacons or scotland yeah. for training and it started <laughs> to kind of get a little bit well actually i used to come here to enjoy myself yeah, yeah. you know these 10 mile yeah. hikes or five mile hikes or Whatever you do, used to I used to just come out here with my friends for enjoyment, yeah. and it's the same, it's the exact same exercise, the exact same step count as when I go there for training. So the other part of it is not to lose sight of actually what you enjoy doing here as well, yeah. and to make your training enjoyable, um, and not to focus it just in you know it's really good. And I'm I'm a I admit this, so I rarely do a hike or a ride or a run or anything. I really do a run full stop but um <laughs> without sort of recording it on strava and things like that because yeah. i do like the numbers and i like to see how i compare to previous ones but occasionally i'll just go out for the joy of it yeah and it doesn't matter really you know you just need to as long as oh, you're, like as long as you're putting miles in the legs and you're having yeah. a good time that's when training becomes easy yeah because everyone always says the hardest part about running a marathon is the training for it yeah. right yeah. and i'm thinking 
that that can be the same with like these big hikes mm. the hardest part of going to Everest base camp can be the training but it doesn't have to be that way yeah you can just go out and be a regular person that goes out enjoys the hikes and you won't lose motivation for it the moment yeah. you start associating all the hikes you do with training it starts yeah, to become a, a point, chore Dave. and um yeah and that that's where i think you know a big one for me because that can happen can't it like you know you, you're training a lot and you know it can be it can get to you in a way not you know not, not and this isn't everyone you know there's some people and you know i know a lot of ever trackers who are severe you know very motivated people you know going to the gym um you know going for a run is is easy it's natural it's like brushing their teeth in the morning um and that's great but i know not everyone's like that and sometimes it can be a challenge to kind of get yourself out and and and, and doing something especially if the mountains aren't close to you if these type of areas aren't you know within like three hours you know it can be quite hard mm. so i think that was that was kind of the big thing today for us is that you know try and, and make getting out into the mountains the adventures part of your training which is you know even if like 80 percent of your training is is out and about you know that could be you know on the weekends on a saturday it could be you know going up penavan ben nevis it could be you know like loch ness there you could you, know, you could you could do a hike around loch ness if you live local to yeah um there's so much you can do but if you can incorporate an adventure into that and make it make that adventure just as important as your trip you know, you're going to enjoy it far more than than, than trying to beast yourself. I think. Yeah, no, um, and I, not that that would help, wouldn't help, but I think mentally you enjoy it a lot more, right? Yeah, and a hundred percent. And I'll say, you know, like hands up, I completely like struggle with motivation sometimes yeah. when it comes to these things, and I, I'll admit that I've done trips that I'm completely undertrained for. Yeah, and part of that is because of the motivation. And I started thinking a little while ago, sort of going back in my mind about why why is that happening. And I honestly believe that part of it is I stopped going out and enjoying what I was doing. Yeah. It became training. And then it became a chore, a job, something I had to like sort of schedule into my life where when I used to go out, you know, when I when I don't have a big trip on the horizon, it feels yeah. different. And I started thinking, like, that'd be amazing. You know, imagine if every time you went out mm -hmm. and trained for a big trip, you were just out there for the thrill of what you were yeah. doing at that moment. And it's really almost like a, a almost like a kind of mindfulness <laughs> practice where do you know what i'm on yeah. this mountain now it's freezing cold there's snow there's driving rain and i'm actually having a great time yeah and i'm not miserable be and i'm not doing this only because i want to do something else and but the, but yeah. the great part about it is you are training yeah. you are doing it for something else anytime but, you're on your legs you know but you know I mean? yeah, so so you get the best of both worlds mm. and sometimes i do think you know i just saw someone there um said something that i've recently started doing and i'll be honest with you it's, it feels amazing what run into greg's before they close what brian um that's a rookie mistake mate i'll get I, I, i'm in the queue before it opens um but uh no, no, no was a uh, stop pausing strava every time you stop for a break so when i'm like out walking or riding my bike yeah, which is helen, predominantly yeah, yeah. the training yeah. that i do helen i completely agree with you it's yeah. it's changed everything i i just set it to go and i put it in my pocket and I forget about it. And yeah. then I turn it back off at the car. And I've started to think, do you know what? That's a that is actually like that's yeah. a more accurate description of what I've done that day. Like I didn't just go out and you know move in time. I had lots of other times when I sat and I relaxed. And then when I look back at it, it's a realistic thing. Like actually, it yeah. took me five hours to do that, not the two and a half that I'm gonna pretend I did it. <laughs> so it's it, funny that, isn't it? It does pick up your moving time and, and yeah. I know you can change a few settings, but it's it is interesting because some of the days, like when I was in Peru, um, 
and I will be uploading all the data as well because I've got the the kind of um, the route that we did, um, you know, which is quite a new route. Oh, well, it is a new route. Um, and I'll, I'll be kind of looking at that. But I was looking at the data thinking, sure, it's moving longer than that because it's only tracking the moving time. Yeah, yeah. In terms of obviously the whole journeys, the day. And yeah. you're like, okay. But, but it's more realistic, right? So, yeah, yeah. you know, if you look at only the moving time, the time it takes me to get from Facting to Namshi, yeah. it's probably about four hours. Yeah, I but, know, I, yeah. but I can I can tell you this: it has <laughs> never, it has yeah, never yeah. done it yeah. in four hours. <laughs> and um, and honestly, I see Shona there. She she resonates as well. She's going yeah. through it at the minute where some of the motivation. Shona, is you can do it, mate. Four weeks. Yeah, Shona's brilliant as well. She's she lives in the mountains. But I think yeah. you know one one other thing I'll try and do as well. And I know I bang on about it a lot as yeah. well. But I actually do like having multiple things that i enjoy yeah not not a one dimension variety yeah is great isn't it in life i mean you know there's different people value different things but some people like the variety don't they and doing yeah. like like yourself you know you're into so many different things you know it, it, you don't get bored of it then right? no well the thing is as well you asked me one time like what's the difference between what i enjoy about because my two favorite things yeah. to do are hiking and biking i love the two and then you said to me like what do i get out of them yeah. And honestly, the biggest thing, the overall thing, the holistic thing is yeah. I get variation. Yeah. But I also like mountain biking, I kind of do just for fun. Uh, it's a little bit dangerous. And then, but hiking is far more, I don't know if I want to go too deep too early and say it's a spiritual thing. Yeah. But, I, but I just, yeah, that, that's different, that, different, that, isn't it? That yeah, yeah. slow time in the mountains, yeah. you know, is um, when you're just hiking and your only job that day is to go from A to B with a pack on your back. Mm. There's something therapeutic about that. I don't care. No, there you is. Know, I, I, I think whenever we've been out and we're kind of, uh, you know, you, you have your quiet times. I'm sure a lot of you guys, you know, um, Brian, who was in uh, Snowdonia, you know, there's going to be moments there when you have your quiet times, you'll be thinking, thinking of, you know, what's going through your life, what, you know, what's, um, what's for tea, you know, all that stuff that, that kind of pops in, you know, uh, you know, relationship stuff, whatever you, whatever is in your mind. It's good to have that, you know, because I think life's so busy, mm -hmm. right? We, we've, you know, everyone's got busy lives. We're always doing something. We've got to be somewhere. It's nice to have a bit of downtime, right? Yeah. Where you can actually think. And I think thinking time is is well underrated, like uh, underutilized yeah. in, 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 in society these days. And I think it's so rewarding having the time. I mean, geez, you know started Evertrek from a thought <laughs> that happened whilst I had some quiet time. Mm. Imagine imagine what can happen when you have a little bit of thinking time and, you know, uh, you, you get these crazy ideas and some of them work out, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, <laughs> it, it, it is. It's absolutely true. I mean, a lot of the time today, in especially in the times that we live in, and I know probably every generation yeah. going back years and decades has just said this, but there's so much to distract you and distraction has almost become the aim of the game. Yeah. You know, there's so many like that you, you, you go on, like you can't go on the internet without being bombarded with ads. You can't drive on a road without being bombarded with ads. You listen to the radio, you're bombarded. Everything's, I mean, our ads are doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but, but I was going to say but, some ads, all right. Yeah, no, but then, but the thing is like you, you wake up in the morning and then you drive to work and then you go to yeah. work and then you come home and then you fit in a bit of training and then you watch TV yeah. and you go to bed and you, and you actually think about it. How much time have I actually had? exploring my own thoughts now i can't do that just by sitting down and deciding to do it i can't meditate i've tried people have said they'll teach me it doesn't work <laughs> um i think add brain stops me from doing that like i'll sit there and everyone's like concentrate on your breathing and i'm like i can't 
but <laughs> everyone's different though right yeah, yeah maybe yeah, meditation's yeah. different so when i go out on a hike and i literally i always remember this feeling like first time i did ebc yeah. and i came back and it was the first hike i did afterwards and it was about a week after i came back from ebc and i put on my pack and there was something about putting it on and clipping it yeah. together that felt right and then I set off, and it was the 10 mile. It was me, you, my dad, and uh, John. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. yeah and we, yeah, we hooked yeah. up. First time I saw you after I come back, and yeah, we hooked yeah. up for a hike. And I was walking down the road, and I just thought, I felt at peace, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And um, I, I think that's like the first time you do it. And I've spent my life trying to recapture yeah. that. I'm like, a, I'm like a hiking addict, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, it's nice to, nice to see some people as well. Jim Blues, back from base camp. Jim. Oh mate, those pictures look fantastic. I know yeah. it's been it's been really challenging out there this early, uh, the early parts of the the trekking season. Um, so mate, great to see you safely back. Um, yeah, tell it. Let's let everyone know how you got on, mate. You uh, you smashed it. Yeah, uh, Kalapatar as well. Love that picture of the uh, the Everest summit. Well done. Always great to to see ever trekkers um, share their journey with us. Anyone that's out there, I know a lot of you. I think Rebecca's actually going in a couple of days. I know. Honestly, share your pictures. We love to see how you get on. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's almost like we're sharing that moment with you then. And Jim, um, yeah, welcome back, mate. Welcome back. Time to plan the next one now. Um, but yeah, great stuff. I think Andrea, I live in the middle of London, not much hiking. Yeah, and uh, not always easy to get up, but I always feel amazing after on the treadmill. Yeah, mate. And it, it, yeah. This is it, because what, what we're talking here is, you know, depending on where you live, um, you know, not everyone has the mountains on their back doors, you know, in, in, in their back. Not far from their back door. <laughs> I was being careful what I was saying there, Dave. Um, so, and you know, the, the mountains are not close to everyone. So, I know this is a good hand. No, yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. And um, I like what Andrea said there about yeah. building resilience. Yeah. Um, because that's another part of it. And I think we've done a live about that. But if not, maybe we should touch it again. Because um, do you remember who we spoke to? This is this is so bad. I should have done my research before because she was great. My I think it was my white dog, um, Paula Power. She was brilliant. Paula oh. Power, one of the first. She was uh, on our podcast. Yeah, part of the first. I so embarrassed that I forgot her name. Yeah. Especially Paula Power. She's a good name. Yeah, I, I can't forget Paula. She's a lovely. Lady. Yeah, and she was part of the first uh, all female team to reach the um, North Pole. North Pole. Yeah. And um, yeah, she was talking to us about sort of building resilience <coughs> into your everyday life, and certainly you know doing what andrea said there like you know setting yourself challenges like getting up and doing that 5k run and building yeah. it into your routine and in relishing that feeling afterwards certainly does help i agree with that 100 yeah it's something special about it isn't it and um i think sophie mentioned there I had some moments during ebc where i felt like i was meditating while hiking the best place for it yeah yeah certainly i mean you know it not that you know you turn into some sort of monk but it's it's certainly some uh, do some do yeah which is all good um you know we're, we're massive monk fans but when it comes to when you're hiking you you do get these kind of moments that it kind of you know that enable you to, to just have that free space yeah um in your mind and yeah it's awesome and but brian makes a good point there that there's loads of virtual challenges if you can't get to these places but all of it we go back to, to what we're talking about in terms of the training side all of it prepares you for what you're going to do i know all of you like, like kev there kev two days Great stuff, Kev. Uh, Kev Beavis going off to, to Everest. You know, a lot of you have worked really hard for this. Um, you know, and, and to go back to what Shona was saying then about maybe, you know, struggling a bit of motivation. Just remember why you're doing this and, and, and what you get out of it and what it means to you. Sometimes we, we all need that kind of 
mental kind of kick in the backside sometimes or, or a reminder of why we're doing things um, in life. And, you know, whether you do it for charity, you know, just to prove something to yourself, whether it's just for the challenge, you know, there, there's so many different reasons. So people, somebody, some people go out there for, um, you know, a memory of someone, you know, it, different reasons for, for, for all of us. But go back to that central reason. And sometimes that can be enough to get you off the sofa and get you out, get you out the door, you know, maybe do that two, three hour drive and, and get you up the mountains or get you somewhere. But if not, maybe it will get you on that treadmill. Maybe it will get you, you know, into the gym. Um, and it's different, different for, or was it different courses for different horses? Different horses for courses. <laughs> Man, I'm doing well today with my, uh, it's, yeah. it's not quite there. I, I think, I think it's horses for courses. Right? <laughs> it is, it is. Which I, I think means what? Just because basically, because yeah, you can. It, it, I think, I, I suppose my point is, different things for different people some yeah. people that works some people the other thing works yeah you know what I mean exactly yeah. well mm. well this is what it's all about like when we were talking about mm. you know turn your training into an adventure yeah. I guess what it is really is about the mindset of training yeah and it's about me you know not being bogged down in the task yeah. of training and treating it more like an individual adventure or just a fun hobby that you like to do yeah um you know, and I see so many people they are out in the mountains are having these awesome times. And, you know, there, there's, there seems to be a new type of like hiking influencer that's like on Instagram. Now I've seen it quite a lot where these completely normal people have got these huge followings and all they do is go out into the mountains and just document their like journey. Really? And, um, and honestly, I'm a big fan of them. So I'll show you What's some that nims. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, no, it's absolutely, it's yeah, absolutely yeah, fantastic yeah. because it's just inspiring people to get out there. There's this one I saw recently where she like does lots of cold water swims and stuff like that. Awesome. Um, and um, yeah, she's got like a massive following at the minute. It's crazy. Good old Insta. Yeah. Um, <laughs> outdoorsing on Instagram. Yeah, here we are, Helen. Um, but no, a few people uh, mentioned there. <laughs> Bright, I love that. I'm taking part in a charity sleigh pool next month. Bright, I can't wait to see the pictures. But no, that yeah, that is good. That's great training. Um, if you yeah, if you if you pull in a sleigh, mate, I can't wait for that. If you do it a month later, you can actually dress up as as Father Christmas, Brian. Uh, I I hundred percent want to see that. As Marky V says, ho ho ho, definitely. Um, yeah. So so going back to the kind of what we're trying to kind of get to, really, is that don't try not to to, to kind of see training as a chore. Um, you know, it can be a chore sometimes. I know. You know, we're all human beings. We all, like I said, with variety. Sometimes the training isn't variety, you know, going for a run, um, you know, going to the gym, going out the mountains. Sometimes it can grind on you if, if you're, if you know, and it can get you a bit down. But again, again go to the central reasons, uh, you know, remember why you're doing it. Try something different. If you go and run in, go the opposite way. Um, I think um, uh, Amy there has or mentioned. Run, run backwards. Or run backwards. <laughs> go a different way. Is that it? That is good training, actually um i've joined a local rambling club where i'd walk out my front door and not know where to go next that sounds that sounds like a lord of the rings quote there yeah almost a step onto the road there's no knowing where you might be swept off to yeah no yeah Love she's it. amy is the sort of the, the bilbo baggins of, <laughs> of uh, the Evertrix. sorry amy right yeah now. you've been you've, you've been pigeonholed there mate um but no some great some great questions coming in as well which i know we'll, we'll tackle before we do though um i know if you were here on last week's tuesday tune in um which was uh, myself and rosie uh and yeah if you if you did you've seen some posts in the in the groups honestly i just want to say we had an amazing response to like um uh, the ever investor um request which is amazing like it would like 
as I said last week, it was we wanted to see what, you know, what where people were at, um, because we know it's mad at the moment, right? Uh, you know, in 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 the in the world, um, but obviously we want to, to to see people on that, you know, share that journey with people, because Evertrack, you know, is is going places. Obviously, I know we do go places, yeah. But I mean, going places in terms of our business, and honestly, I think we've had almost three hundred people now, um, Evertrackers, just Evertrackers, um, have said they want to invest. So yeah, um, I just want to kind of let everyone know that the wheels are in motion. I've had um, a lot of conversations with people to make it happen. Um, it's not a massively quick thing. It does take a few weeks. Um, so I know there's a lot of interest, a lot of people wanting to become part of um, Evertrack uh, in a very, in a much closer way. Um, and then we're going to be releasing this to the community as soon as we can. Now, obviously, there'll, there'll be some as always, we like to reward people for, for doing things, and there will be Evertracker rewards for you. Um, it's going to be it's going to be great uh, because especially because we're releasing um, obviously a lot of new trips over the next six to twelve months. Um, it's going to be it's going to be very valuable for you. But no, I just want to say, you know, to, to the community really, like thanks for for all of your feedback as well. Because in there there was a question about you know if you did want to invest, what would you like what would you like us to use that money to invest in? And some of the ideas were were brilliant. I mean, mm. it's great they were on the kind of same level. A lot of them were some things that we're already working on. Yes, yeah, so um, surprised many of them said a bar at Evertrack HQ. <laughs> um, There's already a bar. <laughs> There's already um, beers in the fridge. No, no, but like like a proper staffed bar was uh, quite a lot of them said. Um, a number of people said um, basically like it would be much better if they could see the Evertrack staff have not just like one mountain bike, but probably multiple <laughs> mountain bikes. And, I, wow. and I, honestly, the, the response has been uh, overwhelming <laughs> and in that respect. So those, they, are, those they were, are two things I think that were on the top two. They they were, I, I'm not sure they're top 10, Dave, but uh, they're, not, they're not far away. Well, well I submitted 100 <laughs> emails myself. <laughs> wow. I had to sign up to 100. Yeah, if you have dave.carpenter, dave.carpenter, dave.carpenter. No, honestly, there were some amazing like suggestions um you know and, and and we take every single every single uh one of those on board because you know it's just great to to see where people are at um especially when it comes to like trips and things because we mm. know we've got a lot in the pipeline you know that if if a lot of you have been part of the journey with us now for, for a few years and you'll know that you know we released a lot of new trips and then COVID happened and we've kind of tried to stagger it a bit more um you know whilst retaining the quality so yeah but we've we've got a lot in the pipeline in terms of exciting new trips yeah, yeah. um which leads us on to something else uh that we may as well talk about now is that oh yeah a little tease i don't want to give too many too much info but they're gonna got, get it they're obviously gonna get it I feel, i'm sure you got an inkling of uh of, of what it might be yeah sorry yes yeah. no mate I, as soon as you tell them you know They'll want to. Uh, are they going to have a, they, they, well, they, they're, they're going to want to alpaca their bag straight away. <laughs> Brilliant. Now, um, basically, when we went out to Peru, um, you know, a, a few weeks back now, so um, when you went to Peru. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. Nah, next time. Next that's time. Fine. Nah, is he war off a dog's back? <laughs> war under the bridge. You got a two count this time, you? That's true. Um, now, there were obviously a lot of ideas, and we went out there, and we loved the Tomokeru. Absolutely loved it. Um, we. You know, Obviously, we've got some awesome content. Actually, Zach, uh, who's head of content, he's actually creating some um, some lovely, putting all our videos together. So we'll be getting that out very soon. But when we were out there and we did, um, you know, part of the Inca Trail, it, it did bring up actually how awesome the feeling was to follow in the footsteps of the Incas. Um, and it actually made us think about, 
you know, could we do, like, you know, like we do Everest Base, like with Everest Base Camp, we've got like three different routes that we go there. Mm. And we, you know, we know there's other routes to Machu Picchu, but we wanted to have a look at them um, because we, you know, we know a lot of Evertrackers have done like the Inca Trail, um, done Salcante route. And so we're, we're going to put together a, another route there as well. So we're going to have another route that's coming out this week. So uh, very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, don't want to give too much, but we will be dropping all the details in the uh, the Facebook group. And we will be uh, dropping all the information on email. Um, so to anyone that isn't on the email list, do comment. And just uh, if you comment with the word Inca, I know a lot of you are on the email address uh, address already. But if you're not, just comment with Inca. So I-N-C-A. And I'll add you to, um, we'll drop your message. We'll add you to, mm. um, uh, we'll add you to the email list. And then we'll send you all the information so you don't need to, uh, you don't miss that. Um, yeah. So just wanted to, to kind of let little tease um just so, so people can find out so there's a new trail there's another trail yeah so, <laughs> so we're going to launch a new trail over there uh well we've already got the new trail yeah but there's a little bit of a tease this could be one that's another trail out there yeah so there's <laughs> so many i'm gonna start because, like, <laughs> because otherwise i may as well just mention it <laughs> i know i know i know no, but no no, but, no. Rob, rob's not far off oh look at that daryl hello from a very wet namshi bazaar loving it so oh, far oh Hope you're dry, mate. Hope you're dry. And Namche, I, a great place. One of my favourite places. Definitely my mm. favourite place on the Everest Base Camp trek. And um, yeah, have a have a I've safe s- trip. I've said I want to spend a season out there. You should. So it's one of my ideas is to, is to actually go out there. Cheers, and do if not a season, but like spend a month in Namche. Yeah. Maybe in um, April or October, the busiest season, yeah. and just just be the friendly yeti welcoming all the guys there. But uh, mate, you want to get yourself down to Himalayan Java, have a nice cup of coffee and a cake. It is really nice it's, there. It's magical down there. Just in the, in the kind of central bit, it's great coffee. Do you know what? I wonder if, uh, was it Daryl? I wonder yes. Daryl if you can find this, right? But not far from Himalayan Java, there's a little kind of like, it's like the equivalent of a spa shop, right? Where you can go in there. And I found um, wasabi coated cuttlefish. Really? Yeah, it's like little, 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 yeah, but they were like little peas. Wow. And me and John never got a pack, right? I tell you what, if he if he brings a pack back, <laughs> I dare say I'll give him two times it's like the supermarket uh, sweeping. Now I will I will give him twice the RRP for those. <laughs> Plus a buff. If you can get me some uh, wasabi coated tarofish, challenge. Yeah, challenge. Uh, good luck. Well. Uh, I'm sure it'd be uh, looking for that is good acclimatization. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, anytime you're on your feet, it's good acclimatization. So yeah, go for yeah, it. Go yeah, yeah. That's what we should do, right? Yeah. You know what I might do? What's that? thing where you you stash things around and everyone geocache goes, we should geocache yeah. the himalaya go on a trip and we'll do it and if you find you know something... someone um in is actually quite interesting in the um in the uh, the evertracker invest um some people put geocaching uh it, it, geocaching trips which was actually a great idea um yeah we're, we're definitely going to explore that and see see how it work logistically but i love anything like that to, to find something it's like a little treasure hunt. yeah Andrew Scott's been to Namshi a few times, but never been to the Irish. Bar. Oh, Andrew! What on earth are you doing in Namshi then? Come back, mate. Let's go, let, let, let's go there. Let's go there. <laughs> on, on the way back, I always go to Namshi. I actually still remember the uh, Wi-Fi code, at least what it was back in 2019. What was it? It's all right. We can beat this out. On the uh, it was get pissed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I was like, uh, I was like, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Fair enough. Wow. Um, um, should we dive into some cues? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Any questions at all? I know there's a few coming in there. We got a few by email. Um, do drop them in training. You can talk about anything at all. You can talk about Peru. Yeah, uh, I know we 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 feel like we talked about Machu Picchu a lot lately, but um, you know, obviously, it's very very popular at the moment. Uh, as is you know Everest Base Camp, as is Kilimanjaro, Tukal, 
Um, yeah, and, and obviously the, the Evertrek investors, big questions. Any questions, do, do fire them by the way. Yeah, awesome. So yeah. Chloe Greenberg, yes. um, she's not going to make it on the live today, um, but she will catch up in podcast mm -hmm. form. Uh, she said the, uh, they keep her company uh, on her wild walks with Aww. dogs. That's amazing. Chloe, um, there's, what, what dogs have you uh, yeah, I was going to say, actually, there was sort of a rule you've broken there. You, you, it's fine, you didn't know. Um, <laughs> but we need to know what dogs you've got and their names and whether they're good. All dogs are good. Yeah, um, so finally took the plunge and booked to do EBC next year, the classic route. Nice. I call it the classic route. Um, I know you get inundated with questions around fitness and prep, yeah. uh, but I'm currently doing around 40 to 50 miles a week. I'll just stop you right there, Chloe. What are you worrying about? <laughs> what are you worrying about? That is, uh, How yeah. much more do I need to ramp it up over the next year? And is there anything other than carrying a pack around with me that you suggest doing sooner rather than later? Chloe, if you're doing 40 to 50 miles a week, yeah. Um, you're already fit enough. Why don't you do yes. the three passes instead? <laughs> I was going to say. Um, if you did want to yeah. pack it up, the, uh, the, the only thing that I suggest, other than sort of hiking, which covers 99% of everything, yeah. is, you know, just practice some core strength, maybe build yeah. some sort of endurance in the legs by doing just some, like, um, you know, squats and things like that. Yeah. Um, I, I actually find doing squats sometimes with the pack on, <laughs> slightly weighted, yeah. but keeping my core straight, actually helps build the core um and that's only because one thing you may not be used to is doing multiple days in a row so whether yeah. you know you got 11 days of trekking so that's another thing you could do break up you know if you normally do a 10 mile walk you know you could do five miles one day five miles the next day you know go rain and then rain the other way you know nice and um, just do some multiple days and stuff like that but otherwise um yeah more importantly than than anything you've asked is um yeah, what dogs have you got? How many? <laughs> what are their names? And uh, and 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 let please let me know they're the best dogs. Yeah, nice, Chloe. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's not too much to add. I think you're already doing loads. Um, you know, forty to fifty. Yeah, like that, is, that is really good. It's I mean, probably more than I've ever done. <laughs> maybe you know, in terms of the routes, maybe you can find some that are maybe a little bit steeper, so do less mileage, but um, maybe get some more dif up the difficulty. Um, you know, so try and get some steep climbs, some steep descents. Because, you know, uh, in, in, especially in Nepal on Everest Base Camp, it does, we call it Nepalese flat, but it's a lot of up and down. Mm. Um, you know, but the mileage you're doing is, is perfect. You, you, want, you know, in terms of the, those distances, you won't be doing those distances really. Um, you know, that's a lot uh, in one week. Um, but Dave made a good point there in terms of multiple days. Um, that prepares you. And I know it's difficult because, you know, if you're working, um, you know, and, and doing like two or three days can be quite hard. But if you can do a Saturday and Sunday, even if it's a smaller, you know, a big one on the Saturday and then maybe like a three or four hour hike on the Sunday morning, for example, with your aching legs. So, you know, it's good. Yeah. Um, or even, um, you know, try and, and do do some kind of later hikes in the night. You know, you go to Kalapatar um, on Everest Base Camp route. If you're if you, you, know, you do start early morning when it's dark. So just familiarizing yourself with that as well would be would be very useful. Yeah. But yeah, you're smashing it. Um, just to remember to, to kind of taper that off. Uh, don't do 40 or 50 miles a week before you go. I mean, save save that energy. Uh, tapering leaves us, uh, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll jump a couple. We'll jump. Yeah, we'll yeah, jump because, because it leads on nicely to uh, Emily Cathill's <laughs> uh, message. Do you recommend a taper before you go? Uh, yeah. I, what do you think? I, I do. I, I yeah. like at least a week. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. And treat, you know. treat myself to a bit of a rest. The reason people taper is because you don't want to arrive overtrained. Yeah. Um, essentially overtraining, you know, can result in injuries and things like yeah. that. So you don't want to train like a madman right up to the point where you need to actually be in good condition. Yeah. So generally speaking, I'll probably, to be honest, I'll probably treat myself to about two weeks where I've 
start tapering two weeks before. Yes, that's good. Yeah, I, I have yeah. tapered three or four months before, but I'll be honest <laughs> with you, that's probably too much. But yeah, and and when we say taper, we don't necessarily <coughs> mean stop your training. But if you're doing yeah. sort of let's look at Chloe, if you're doing forty to fifty miles a week, you know, two weeks before you want to go, you want to like take that way down. The only reason is you want to arrive at the start line with completely fresh legs, yeah. no aches or pains or injuries, no niggles or anything like that. So when you're actually starting out, you're going to be in this best condition yeah. physically, the way you feel and fitness wise, you know, so yeah, that's generally what I would say. Yeah. And a big part of it, you know, before the trip in terms of, you know, okay, you could, you maybe the tapering period is to mentally prepare yourself. Um, you know, I saw, um, uh, who was it yesterday? Uh, Jerome uh, put a lovely video up in the High Altitude Evertrekkers group talking about, you know, he's come in before the trip. Uh, I think he's leaving in a few days. Um, and it was a great video as well. And I know Jerome might be traveling at the moment. You won't probably see this. Hopefully he sees it on catch up. But it was nice to hear that the thoughts about the, the time before you go, the few days in the buildup, because sometimes, you know, that can be, it can be quite daunting. If, you, if you're not a regular traveler, if you're not, if you haven't done like the transit thing before, if you haven't gone to these countries before, it can be a bit daunting. So getting yourself mentally prepared is just as important. Mm. Um, getting yourself comfortable and almost just accepting, look, there's going to be things that will be uncomfortable if I haven't done them before. But just accept and, and sort of let yourself know that's okay. Uh, it's okay to have maybe a little bit of anxieties about something. Um, but just remember that other people are going through it as well. Um, you know, if you can if you can get like a, a traveling partner uh, or go with someone, it can, you know, and, and you know, if traveling is difficult for you, um, you know, you can you can both sort of go through that together and it can help. Um, but again, I go back to what I said earlier, the same when it comes to training, the same when it goes to, to mentally preparing for a trip. Just remember why you're doing it. You know, you, all the, the hard work you've put into it, what this means to you. And also remember, you, you got out there to have a good time. It's a challenge, but try and enjoy it as much as you can. Um, and, and, and sometimes that bit just before you go can be a bit of a challenge in itself. Um, you know, I definitely work on that and get myself kind of mentally okay in the zone. You're looking forward to that beer at the airport, you know, waiting. You know, obviously it's different for everyone, but there's certain bits you're like, right, the journey starts now. You know, is that when you start packing? Is it when you leave your house? Is it when you arrive at the airport? Is it the first beer? Is it when you get on the plane? You know, there's we've had this before, we've had this, before, and I, right? I lost because I hate that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. for you, the adventure begins when you leave the house in the morning, ready to go to the airport. Yeah, it does. For me, does. the adventure begins when yeah. I've left the airport on the other side. Really? I can't, I, I don't ah. want to travel. And do you know what? It's like, I, I, funny enough, I was with, um, I was uh, uh, actually with, with, with your wife okay. um, whilst you were away. Nice. Yeah, just, all, just, just, look, <laughs> just look, look it after the homestead. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were down in uh, London. And I was talking to yeah. her and we were talking about traveling and stuff yeah. like that. And I said, I don't know where Andy puts up with me because I am a notoriously like unhappy traveler. Like if I get the middle seat on a plane, my world is ended. Yeah. You know, I don't like queuing. I get hot and bothered all the time. But other people, but I see the majority of people love mm. the plane. Like you've seen me before when we floated, flew to Doha. Yeah. I got on the plane before we took off. The blanket was over my head, and I stayed there for I know, seven I was and a like, half like, hours. Like ET, you know, it was like literally. I was, I was all I could see was his little face. Didn't get up once. I know. It yeah. Was, uh... But anyway, I'll do it. You got there. I'll got there. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> no, but it, it, that that period of time, I think, was it? Um, it's David there. Mentioned. I hear you've been feeling anxious this week. Yeah, David, you, you're not on your own, mate. A lot of people go through this, um, you know, before you go because of all the 
all the things you've done to get you to this point. Yeah. Um, so, but try it. Try and enjoy the journey as much as you can, mate. Um, you know, and and remember that, you know, this is this is a positive thing. You going on an adventure is a positive thing. Um, you know, it, it you going out there and supporting the local communities. You going out there and challenging yourself. You going out there and achieving something. Like these are all positive things. Um, you know, and sometimes, you know, the, the negative things can creep in. And, and, and can kind of can kind of push those positive things to the side so just bring them back in put them at the, the forefront and that 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 might help you um dive fizz bark all the way from the summit of Killy. hey 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 diane how's it going yeah c- uh, congratulations i know um uh, she was on here last week uh but yeah you forgot it was tuesday <laughs> it's because you've been away you, so much do you know what i want to give <laughs> i'm going to give dive fizz bark a bit of a shout out right because yeah. i have all the people that follow me on strava there's one person that consistently clicks that kudos button on all my activities <laughs> and I need to be much Brilliant. better at it because I see people do stuff and I think, oh, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. But for some reason, it's beyond me to click a button. So, Diane, every time you put something on there, please accept my um, apologies that I didn't give you kudos, but know that <laughs> I really do. So, yeah, she's a big, uh, big supporter of Diane. She'll like pick those Love people Strava. up. Pick, Love she'll Strava. pick those people up who are down. Yeah. Um, well done. Well I've done. just noticed uh, Chris Sagar as well, didn't he? Yeah, Chris. Did he win? He did win. Chris is a winner, isn't he? Chris, I was uh, Namchi Bazaar's wet today. Ah, oh, mate, monsoon. I know it's it's crazy. It's the fourth of October. That monsoon's meant to end in August. Uh, so it's crazy that there's still still lingering uh, lingering wetness around. Um, but yeah, Chris, I hope you're having a good time. Uh, yeah, Chris was one of our uh, competition winners. It must be in 2019. It must be. A was few, it was Chris of 2019? I think now? it was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. it 2020? I feel I like it was 2020. Maybe, Chris, yeah. let us know. Because you know what? You know what <laughs> I, love, I love this because it's gone full circle. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you entered some silly internet competition and now you're in Namshi Bazaar. Like that's what I love about the competitions. Yeah, you know yeah. that they, they are a hundred percent genuine. Um, yeah, Laura said it's impossible to keep up with Dan's activities. <laughs> it honest, is, that, it is. That, that's that's my excuse, Laura. That's why I don't give anyone any good. I I do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up public statement right now that i'm okay. going to start supporting people that follow me on strava yeah because i need to get more involved in strava right I, I, intermittently yeah, for me it's yeah. good like because i went out yesterday and i just put i did a little mountain bike ride i've yeah. got i i guarantee you look i'll see if i can go on here right and i'll see who's giving me kudos so there's my uh okay here we go here's my there it is dave's live feed. so this is yesterday oh one wow per- Eight, so nine miles Eight yeah miles. About, this Eight is miles. one person that gave me kudos and i'll click on it and it's Diane. <laughs> you see so look, well there, diane's happy <laughs> there's, my, there's my ride i don't know if you can see it one person that's given me kudos and if i click on that number <laughs> it's diane so yeah awesome and suzette uh, suzette had an amazing time in tanzania trained for over six months it's still the hardest thing i've done oh no it, yeah, summer team was amazing yeah suzette congratulations i know uh, yeah killy killy's tough um summit nights absolute beast I don't and, talk about you know especially nah, if, if you're struggling with food maybe the altitude you know it's it's a tough tough challenge so yeah um you know something you remember forever um so yeah definitely you would like to have this end uh are you going to show one of these yeah i just found a little a little coca sweet uh, uh, all the way from peru, from peru. Uh, honestly legal tender yeah yeah totally yeah i mean uh, it's not the refined stuff that's, is, uh, it, is it is yeah. it unrefined it's unrefined uh, so okay, it's legal yeah. Uh, and actually very good. Yeah, if you're in Peru, sorry, I know we talked about Peru a lot. 
Um, you do get some comfort. Did you go through? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Um, Mate, you know all those times that I term, you know, all, all those Tupac references. Mate, I, I was thinking about the same. I mean, I, I can always pull that out of the bag. You know. You yeah. Say. No. Yeah. 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 I failed on, on Tupac. You didn't fail. You got down safely, which is a success. Yeah. Yeah, and what yeah, is it? Yeah, we either win or we learn. We win or we learn, yeah. Exactly. And I learned on that time that <laughs> I shouldn't go to Tupacal with heat exhaustion and a sinus infection. That's true. That's, but, true. That's um, a big lesson, though. But yeah. yeah, so that, uh, it's awesome. No, sleep. no sleep for two days. Uh, honestly, Summit Night on Killy is one of those that we do our best to prepare everyone for. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that perhaps you can do. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, Brian's right. Brian, he's right, mate. Brian, yeah, right. yeah. But um, honestly, it's, it's not that. It's not entertaining. It's just me riding around my mountain bike. But no, honestly, yeah, really well done there for um anyone that's pushed through yeah. on Summit Night. So Suzette, Diane, um, everyone that's out there because um, yeah, it's a beast. Oh, have I lost my? Have I lost sorry, my I was, questions? I was just the questions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, sorry, mate. I went off. Ah, uh, Suzette, thank you for setting up a trip of a lifetime. No worries, Suzette. Um, no, great. And, uh, Good you got to experience the safari and bit of Zanzibar as well. Um, yeah, Zanzibar, one of my honestly, yeah, you've been to Zanzibar, haven't you? Yeah, yeah I haven't been there. Brilliant, brilliant. And the safari, I've done some of the safaris. I um, did two safaris, uh, Lake Manyara, uh, and Gorongoro. Obviously, you got the Serengeti, absolutely brilliant, brilliant places. Um, so yeah, and if, if anyone is going to do go into Kili as well, just a reminder, we do have, and I know it's we're working on developing the um. Um, the members area, um, obviously, when you log in, and I know the the add-ons, the, the the extensions to trips aren't always easily located, um, but yeah, we've got some wonderful, like awesome trips in uh, Tanzania that aren't Kili. Obviously, so you go Kili, you know, afterwards, you know, you you'd be beasting yourself for a week. There's there's some other stuff too, um, and you you can book those in your members area just as a reminder. Um, you know, we've got uh, like a, I think it's a, a two day, one night safari. Uh, we've even got up to a five-day safari, which is in Serengeti. We've got a five-day trip in Zanzibar. We've also got a three-day trip in Zanzibar, just if you want to chill out on the beach. Or you can do both. Mm. Um, yeah, just to, just to let you know. Because those, those bits, like, we kind of forget really to tell people about them, which, you know, is, is a bit nuts. But they are really nice to do. Um, you know, having way before, you know, we're talking probably 15, 16 years ago when I first went to Tanzania, um, you know, and, and traveling up, uh, I remember flying into a, a, the, the main city, Dodoma, and going all the way up on a nine-hour bus to Arusha. You kind of remember, there's, there's so much to see. Um, but sometimes you land in Kilimanjaro Airport, you go to Moshi, you climb Kili, you come back and you fly off. There are other places to go as well there. Um, so, yeah, definitely uh, get get have a little look at those. And if you want to do them, you can book them in your members area. Yeah. Awesome. Um, also, so what other queues have we got? Uh, Dave Hampson has said yeah. any more info on the potential opportunity, but I think you've covered that one. With yeah, the, with the with the Evertrekkers, uh, definitely. Investing. There'll be there's a lot, honestly. Yeah, and, and for people who are just joined, because I know um, Carl, uh, Carl's on here as well. Carl Coventry, 14th of Jan, Killy, not long. Um, yeah, there'll be a lot of info coming out over the next uh, kind of few weeks around that, um, which will be awesome. And, and you know, Evertrekkers first. Um, you know, we've <laughs> we've had a lot of interest from from people who aren't Evertrekkers, but I. We're, you know, we're going to go out to the community first, mm. um, which is, is important to us. Sorry, you, you meant staff. <laughs> you said community. Uh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah we can go to staff. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, all nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to... Um... Chris, March 2019. I knew it was in 2019. Nah. Chris, what's been...
Wow, three and a half years, mate. You've got a better memory for that than I have. Three and a half years. Um, I'm going to answer two questions in one go here. Okay. So first of all, Dave Hampson is... Yeah. No, that's not that one. Uh, <laughs> Mark Johnson has said, uh, I'm doing a Keeley Trek in 2023. Lamosha route, how many hours walking per day will it be? I'm also going to answer Carl Cobb's one, which is, um, yeah. is the summit like pretty much 24 hours of walking in one day? Because yeah. Yeah, I yeah. can kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. So yeah, uh, pretty much the... This is where Diane corrects me because my memory is going to be so terrible. But every day on Killy, I would say you're walking between sort of, I think, five to seven hours you're out and about. But yeah. some of that will be, you know, you, you, you kind of stop in and, and, yeah. and things like that. So five to seven hours on average. Um, perhaps the guys who have just come down will give you a more accurate figure. Yeah. Um, the big one, obviously, you know, there's going to be no real. There's some tough days going over the elephant's back is a tough day. Yeah. Up to um, Lava, Tower. Lava Tower is a tough day. Always, yeah. Um, but really, they're pretty manageable. The altitude obviously does play its hand. But then there's Summit Night, which is a completely outlier. You know, it's it, it's it's on its own in terms of what you do. Mm. It's not really 24 hours of walking, but you will be up for over 24 hours. Yeah. Um, it's at least, I would say, 16 or 17 hours of walking. When we did it, we set off... 10.30? Yeah, 10.30. 11? Uh, no, woke up at 10.30. I think we set off about 11.30. Right. So yeah. we got to the summit at around 6, 6.30 in yeah. the morning. And then, so it was... It's about seven, eight hours. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then back down again. So I think overall, I think we were about 12 hours walking. Yeah. Um, because I think we got back at around midday. So it was about 12, 13 hours, top to bottom. And then you have another sort of four to five hours walking down, depending on how quick you are, yeah. to the lower camp as well. Um, so, yeah, sleep deprivation is, a, is is part of the challenge on that one. Yeah. I know you, you had a great I struggle time. with that, yeah, because I love my sleep. Um, you know, and, and, but any challenge, you know, especially when you're walking through the night, if you haven't done it before, um, you know, it, it's probably harder than the physical stuff. It's just trying to stay awake <laughs> because you're moving so slow. Like, you know, if you're walking at pace, it's quite easy to stay awake. Mm. But I think when you're climbing Killy, because you're walking so slow, it, it's quite it's quite relaxing. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're almost like, oh, geez, I, I, I need to stay awake here. Um, you know, I think a couple of times you look back and, and my eyes were shut. And I know a lot of that happens to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Like, I think Sophie asked there about what you recommend stay awake at the time. Caffeine pills. You know what? Yeah, a lot of. Mountaineers, um, especially people on Everest and things like that, they take a lot of caffeine pills. See, I didn't. No, you'd be, you're used to it. You're, I was used to it because you were nights before. I you? find it depends on. I this is where I think something like Unkilly yeah. is an individual struggle. We go yeah. there as a team, but everyone's struggling for different reasons. Yeah. Some people will be affected by the altitude. Other people will be like physically tired, so yeah. just moving your legs is tough. Other people will be like really sleepy, and that'll be a fight. Yeah. I think my struggle, I'll be, I'll be honest, I'm, going up to Killy, it's really strange. I felt fine. Just the descent for you, wasn't it? It was the descent yeah, for me yeah. that was really tough. I remember. Going up to the summit, I actually thought, oh, wow, this is great. I knew, like, mm -hmm. as soon as I set off, I was like, unless I trip over, I'm going to do well today because yeah. I feel good. I wasn't tired at all. I think that's down to doing a lot of night shifts in a previous life. So I'm kind of <laughs> used to that feeling. And yeah. I found that if I took caffeine, all right, the one pill is good. And then when it starts to wear off, I feel terrible. 
and then you got to keep taking them, but then I get a headache. Yeah. But then it switches. So coming down, Andy was kind of like the sun was up. It was really bright. Yeah, I was like, you Whoa. you started to work, you you woke, you basically woke up. Yeah, yeah. And he was like real quick down where I was going down, and I was like, this is horrible. Yeah. I was sliding, and that was fun though. That, that especially that dusty bit. I felt like I was surfing down. It was great. That was the only point I felt tired. But I slipped. And I landed, and it's like this volcanic, this volcanic dust. Ad, yeah. dust ash. Yeah. It's so soft that falling over didn't hurt. <laughs> and then I kind of like slid down a bit into like this. Oh god! And I just closed my <laughs> eyes for a second because the sun was on my face. And I swear, in that instant, I think I fell asleep. But everyone behind me just saw me fall over and not get up. Well, that so was like they, Dave. You okay? Dave, 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 Dave. Dave. And I had to go like, yeah. shh. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> fine. <yeah. laughs> like it was. Uh, wow. Yeah, it was a but, but um, yeah, it was on a journey. Yeah, what I love about Killy is that you have that day, but then you're down the next day. Well, this is it. You're down the next day. You know, you, you go to the the end sign. You, know, you have celebration with the team. It's uh, it's a magical journey. It really is. Really mm. is. We, I think we've um, it's been an amazing year. Really, we've had almost thirty different groups on Killy in the last kind of three or four months. Our last um, well, our, our one group started yesterday, um, and our last group arrives on Saturday, and and that's kind of it for the year. But it's been a, you know, some of the the stories and, um, you know, the, obviously the, the guys you know sharing some memories there. It's fantastic. That's why that's why we do this stuff, right? You know, that's why we 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 push ourselves and, you know, going without sleep, having big descents, being up for twenty four hours. It's you know, this is what this is why we do it. Just banks in it. Yeah, it's all, it's it's all, all, all part of the journey. It's and, all part of it. Yeah, and the thing know. is. What I love about taking on these challenges is that they are challenges, you know. And when I, I always say to myself, like, what yeah. when you I ask myself, what makes something a challenge? And for me, it's, it really is the possibility of failure, yeah. I think, is what makes it ultimately a challenge for me. Yeah. Because if I know that I can 100% <coughs> even if it's going to be hard, I go into it relaxed and it doesn't feel like a challenge. Yeah. When I take on something that I think, best example i can get and funny enough i, I failed again was uh, the glencoe challenge this year um Did it was the, the first real <laughs> yeah i learned on that one it was the first real time i pushed my knee and it was horrific weather yeah. the organizers have said the bog was the worst it's ever been yeah i know you'll know that shona will know that yeah. as well and um and that was the first time i went in there deep down thinking this is going to be tricky i don't yeah. know if i'm going to do this yeah but equally even if I didn't do it, and I've started, and like in one year I started and pulled back on two events. One of them was Tupcal, and one of them was the the Glencoe Challenge. Yeah. And both times you do take a hit. You do. You do feel gutted that you didn't do the challenge. But very quickly I turn it around in my head, and I just think, well, I'll just go back. Okay. I mean, the Glencoe. Luckily, I'm not going back because I've already done it once. Well, you've, yeah, exactly. You've so, done so, it so, a few so, years so, back, so, yeah. yeah. But the other one, you know, with Tupcal, I get to think like it gives me an opportunity to go back, and I am going to go back. I'm going to yeah. go back at the end of the year, and, I'm, an awesome and, time. and I'm going to do it again. You're going to smash it. And um, my father, you know, he went out there, took yeah. on the challenge of Everest Base Camp, fell short, just shy yeah. of um, the first attempt. Went back and did it a second time. And did it. And there's an, there's enough time in your life to do these things. Yeah. You shouldn't feel like at any time that it's one and done. Exactly. Although I think I did say that when I got back. From <laughs> you did, but you're going back. I'm going back in February. Which so, is great. Yeah, yeah I, I think I said, yeah. And I thought I might be one and done for me on Killian. <laughs> and now I'm going back. It's because, you, because of that descent. You were yeah, like, that oh descent, my God. I, I was sick of it. <clears throat> um, Carl makes a, uh, asks a good question, actually. Um, uh, there are lots of other expedition groups on the top. Just wondering if a queue to get the summit. Um, to be honest, it, it's different depending on the year. 
it's quite it's quite a big space um you know i i kind of i'm trying to think what it would be compared to you know certainly not the summit pits i've seen of like snowdonia uh you know of snowden uh ben nevis uh even penavan um you know that that's the big queues it's certainly not like that from what what we've seen um and when we were, we were up there there's only a few people at the, the summit i think there's more than enough space to, to get your picks so yeah don't worry we'll, we'll get those we'll get those summit picks for you yeah we didn't have a big um, uh there was definitely some few people there yeah um they they kind of come and go quite frequently we were there perhaps one of the longest i think because we were on the top for a while yeah we were because we recorded a little podcast on the top um if you haven't listened to that actually it's a really good episode if you go to the mountain malarkey podcast uh, i think it's episode six and seven of yeah. the first season you'll be able to listen to me and dave there's a few choice words on the top um so do kind of excuse the language it was cold but it was cold it was windy but it, it, it'll give you a little indication of what it was like on the top of kilimanjaro um yeah have a little listen uh, yeah it's really really it's quite it's quite interesting looking back on that um <laughs> shona i'm blaming my stinky hiking boots on that bog yeah that bog was an absolute beast uh, shona was on the glencoe Challenge. i was i was i did that bit on my own i remember getting to the the first checkpoint yeah you'd already left me for dead <laughs> and um and i think i saw shona and paula there yeah and then i noticed a bit of a gap where no one was going and i thought i'm going to be one of my own on this one because i'm going to be swearing quite a lot and um i remember trying yeah. to be clever and going from like mound to mound to yeah, mound, yeah, yeah. and i was failing miserably at it and then i decided do you know what i said flip this <laughs> i'm gonna something like that flip in walk as straight as i flip in well like um and i just went like as the crow flies and i swear to god i was nearly up to my hip at one point in it <laughs> and um and i yeah i got through with um like i like i like i get through in those situations with a uh, brute force ignorance and swearing but if you know it, if it works and it was quite funny because at, right at the end of the bog then i saw you on the start of the devil's staircase I was, I was like, like and, uh... and I was like, oh, all right, we'll do it together. Yeah, the <laughs> staircase though is never as bad as it seems. No, the, the name is harder than the uh, the up itself, but still, you know, it's, it's a bit of a yeah. It's not so much the devil staircase as I would say, just yeah. the you know the I don't know what to call it. We'll call it a staircase. Yeah. Um, let's have a little look there. So a couple more questions. I know we got a couple more minutes. Um, here we go. So we got uh, Brian makes a good point. Plenty of twenty-four hour walking, running challenges all over the country to train for Killy. Exactly. Mm -hmm um perfect we go back to what we said right at the beginning there doing training and doing something like a challenge or event great like you know you've got something to aim for you've got something to motivate you um you know and going back to that what we said at the beginning um you know make your training part of the adventure make it an adventure itself don't just see it as training uh, because then it can be just as enjoyable as your trip yeah um i think for that um but yeah, uh, sorry, Diana, I will ask, uh, answer your question. I think we're done. Anyone done Tupacan in August? Woo! Yeah, it's quite quite hot, definitely hot. Um, so be prepared for, for the heat. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we did have some groups this year in July and August who, who did it and we're, and we're fine. Obviously, there's no snow up there. So, it's, you know, the terrain's a little bit different. It's a bit more rocky, um, you know, in terms of um, poles, definitely. Uh, rain. Definitely take poles. So the scree on the way down. Uh, a lot of scree up there. But it is, it is definitely... Um, uh, definitely a hot one if you run hot like me as well what i've invested in yeah is one of these cool towels yeah. and you dip them in water and ring them out and they stay cool for up to two hours yeah um one of them i think yeah um i won't it... i won't be doing too cal in august let's just uh <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Out there. um grace said well look um we hope that's been good today we we've kind of i know it's about training and it's about maybe an alternative way to think about it 
But the reason we do these, we aren't, we talk about it is because we, we know that certain people go through certain times and certain challenges, you know, that can be fear training, you know, am I doing the right things, you know, but as we, as we, as we go back to it, Dave, I think it's just important, isn't it, that we just get out there, enjoy yourself, mm -hmm. enjoy these adventures, enjoy these challenges, you know, in the UK or US, you know, we've got a lot of people in, in, in Australia as well, um, you know, enjoy, enjoy the, enjoy the, the prep as much as you can. Yep. Um, you know, if you do get down a bit and you feel like it's getting a bit boring, change it up. Um, get a bit of variety in there, uh, whatever that is. Um, you know, if you're looking for inspiration, go into the into the group um, and, and and in the high altitude ever trekkers group, and you know maybe try and join some other people who are going because it's nice yeah. to meet other people on these things. Exactly. Um, you know, we know people who have you know lifelong friends now have, have met uh, you know in in the hiking uh, arena, and people who are now married because they've met on a training weekend, for example. You know, happened. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's it's great these kind of things and. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely use see, see the, the the journey before you go as a really positive thing, and a positive uh, to get your mind in a positive way and your body in a positive way before you start the journey. Yeah. The the, the, the challenge. Exactly. Um, but right, yeah, I think uh, Kev, uh, I'll answer this because I know Kev's going in two days. Yes. Off topic. Is it easy to get Diamox in the pool? Yes, it is. Yes, very. Easy. Uh, your guides do carry it. You can get it in um, in Tamil um, because it's like a tracking hub. You can get it there. Just ask your guide or, or news when you arrive at the hotel. But Kev, have an awesome trip. I know we met last year, I think it was. <laughs> Sorry, I know time's gone. But mate, have a great time. And to everyone else who's going on trips, have a wonderful time. Yeah. Um, can't wait to see all the pictures, the videos. Uh, definitely tag us, guys, if you're on Instagram and Facebook, you know, um, hash, um, at Evertrack UK uh, or hashtag Evertrackers, just so we can see it. You know, we can repost your stories, that kind of stuff. Um, but good luck, Kev. Uh, good luck, the rest of you. And um, we'll catch you next week. We certainly will. All the best, guys. Take it easy. Awesome. So I hope you enjoyed the uh, another episode of the Mountain Malarkey podcast. Um, yeah, that was something a little bit different, wasn't it, from the Tuesday tune-in? But I yeah. hope you enjoyed it. I must say, you were brilliant on that episode, Ant. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks. Now, if, uh, if you've enjoyed it, don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Um, you know, all these uh, podcasts we put together, the episodes trying to reach as many people as possible and if it's helped you leave us a lovely review um and yeah we'll see you again next week yeah all the best guys bye